Good morning. You know, the school board does get paid to do that job. In fact, they set their own salaries, and they think it might be time for a raise. For Friday, June 15th, it's your Loudon Now Morning Minute. You and thousands of other people listen to the Morning Minute every day. It's trusted, it's personal, and you take it with you wherever you go. So if you've got a business, why not advertise on the Morning Minute and reach the thousands of people listening right alongside you wherever they are? Get in touch at loudonnow.com advertise or email us at sales at loudonnow.com. That's loudonnow.com advertise or sales at loudonnow.com. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. This week, school board chairman Jeff Morse said it might be time for a pay raise for the first time in 10 years. Right now, school board members make $20,000 a year and the chairman makes $22. Morse's proposal suggests providing a 10, 20, or 25% pay raise. At the 25% mark, board members' pay would be boosted to $25,000 per year and the chairman's pay would go up to $27. By law, board members can't give themselves raises in the same term. Any raise the board approves won't go into effect until 2020, after they face another election. Morse noted that even if the board approved a 25% raise, it would still lag behind the pay raise schedule county teachers have seen in the past 10 years. Since 2008, teachers' pay has gone up 32% on average. He also compared that raise to the pay raise county supervisors approved last year. They gave the next board a 62% pay hike in 2020 that goes up 5% each year for three years after that. In 2023, they will have a 72% pay raise from today. That will bring the chairman's pay up to $86,064, vice chairman up to $77,853, and supervisor's pay to $70,916 by 2023. Only one school board member other than Morse has waded into this so far. Joy Maloney said that board members' pay should not rival teachers, but she's open to considering a raise. The school board could vote on this as early as their meeting June 26th. Go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, Discovery intends to invest $16 million and bring 240 jobs here to Loudoun. Discovery announced back in January that it moved its headquarters from Silver Spring, Maryland to New York City. It operates cable channels like Discovery, TLC, and Animal Planet, and they were buying Scripps Networks Interactives, which operates HGTV, the Food Network, and the Travel Channel. They were moving most of the 1,300 jobs in Maryland out, but at the same time, they were expanding their facility on Shaw Road here in Sterling into their Northern Virginia Technology Hub. More than 80 media feeds, including the Discovery Channel, Animal Planet, and TLC, will be distributed from the Loudoun location. Governor Ralph Northam announced yesterday he had approved a half-million-dollar grant from the state's Opportunity Fund to win the project for Virginia, which is expected to be matched with another half-million dollars from the county. The company's employee training will also receive funding through the Virginia Jobs Investment Program. Discovery's programs are available in 220 countries and territories and 50 languages, now including Discovery Channel, HGTV, Food Network, TLC, Investigation Discovery, Travel Channel, Turbo, Velocity, Animal Planet, and Science Channel, as well as OWN, Oprah Winfrey Network in the U.S., Discovery Kids in Latin America, and Eurosport. 
County supervisors have once again changed their rules of order to try to make their meetings move a little faster, and once again, they've done it by changing the rules on public input. The Board of Supervisors typically holds two types of meetings, business meetings where supervisors take most of their votes, and public hearings which gather input from the public before making decisions on legislative applications, code changes, and other things where they're required to by law. At those public hearings, there are often several items that get no public input. In fact, in my experience, most of them. To get through those uncontroversial applications more quickly, supervisors have adopted a consolidated public hearing to combine them into one public input session for all of them at once. If those items have got a recommendation from the Planning Commission and county staff and nobody signed up in advance to talk about them, they can go on to the consolidated agenda. Any individual supervisor can pull anything off the consolidated agenda and supervisors still vote on each item individually. As I mentioned, this is the second time they've changed the rules to try to move meetings along. In January, supervisors limited input from the public at business meetings. Chairwoman Phyllis Randall and Supervisors Coran Sains and Tony Buffington opposed that change. Randall said if supervisors want to make meetings go by more quickly, maybe they should talk less. Only fair to mention, at a meeting last week, despite very little public input, the Board of Supervisors took three and a half hours to reach their first and only vote of the evening aside from routine and procedural matters. And speaking of public hearings, plans to build a gas station and convenience store on Route 15 near Point of Rocks faced continued and strident opposition at that Wednesday public hearing, but it doesn't look like that's going to stop it. The gas station was originally proposed as one of the largest in Loudoun, surpassing anything else in the county's rural areas with 12 pumps and 24 nozzles. The property's owners revised that application down to 20 fueling stations, then again down to 6 pumps with 12 fueling stations. The development also comes with promises to set aside 100 square feet inside the store to showcase products from Loudoun County, create a pollinator garden and a dog park, provide two electric vehicle charging stations, including the county's first Tesla supercharger, and install solar panels on the fuel pump canopy. The developer has also committed to a design that even some critics say is an attractive building. A long list of people from the area and conservation organizations spoke up in opposition to the project at a public hearing this week, the Wednesday one I mentioned, and only a handful of people in support. County planners remain opposed to the project. Despite that, planning commissioners and many county supervisors support the project. They've argued that the proposal is better than an already approved plan, which has roots back in 1988, that would allow up to 8,000 square feet of retail space. The owners have said if the gas station is not approved, they will erect a prefabricated metal building that will likely contain a cigarette outlet. The latest version of that prior approval expires in 2020, so the owners say they need to get developing soon. Get the full story on this and all these stories over at loudonnow.com. While you're there, check out our stories about the new garbage collectors coming to Leesburg and the 16-year-old tackling labels with her children's book and her own publishing company. It's all at loudonnow.com. On today's Get Out Loud and Calendar, Alex Kearns is playing Shoes, Cup and Cork in Leesburg tonight at 6, Leon Rector is at Bogatti Winery at 6, Adriel Janay and Thomas Easton are playing music in the Gap at the Gap stage at Hillsborough's Unstood School at 6, and it's free family night at the YMCA Loudoun County Youth Development Center in Sterling at 6.30, and the Reagan Years will be playing 80s music at Tallyho Theater in Leesburg tonight at 7. Get the details on these events and check out the rest of the events calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, invest $16 million and hire me 240 people to help out to tell your friends and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and it'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay, have a great weekend, happy Father's Day, and have a great day. <laughs>